No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much and welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and of course, I'm just here to ask the questions for you. But the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear it as always. Hope our listeners are doing well today too. Well, Brian, here we are at the doorstep of September. Eight months has passed. I don't know about you, but it seems like it's been about eight years or so. Boy, a lot is going on this year. We had all the great plans for 2020 didn't turn out that way. But, you know, we're going to muddle through these last three, four months of the year here. How do you sort of rationalize this? How do you sort of sort it out? How do you find the silver lining in what appears to be so many dark clouds? Well, if you think about it, I think every generation has had their crazy, who could have seen this coming moments, you know, if it was might have been Industrial Revolution, it might have been World War One, it might have been World War Two. you know, there, there were times, the 60s were a little crazy, I think a lot of weird stuff going on there, the Vietnam War, all that, and this is a year that will live in infamy, for sure. Right. I don't think anybody, I couldn't tell you what I did in 1995. I I don't know. I went to work. I played basketball. But I can tell you, and I will be able to tell you years from now, what I did in 2020. Yeah. Everybody's going to have their story, and it's going to be just everything changes. The whole country is kind of changing. People's finances, their jobs, their outlook, uh, how they socialize, of course, travel. Put it all together. uh, It's just such a year of change, and it's not just in this year, of course things going forward for people are going to be so much different than they were previously. All the things we used to think, we might need to rethink, and we'll be talking about a little bit about that as it relates to taxes 
everything you thought you knew about your estate and gift tax plan, for instance, you got to turn it on its heel. You got to completely flip it around because of things that are going to happen. So we will talk about that today. Yeah, that's one of the things that we want to talk about is estate taxes and rethinking that plan. What you thought was good for you may not be good for another person. Also, Boeing is continuing to have its problems. We'll talk about that, too. But I want to start about what's right here in front of us today. Of course, COVID is still right there on the forefront. It's taken a little bit of a backseat these days to the presidential election. So let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen if Joe Biden gets into the White House. And there's no really telling who's going to win the race for the White House right now. But if it is Mr. Biden, we might be in for higher taxes. Whatever your political views, it's important to consider how to reduce your tax burden. So let's start off, Ryan, today by talking about some of the proposed tax changes that Mr. Biden may make if he becomes president. What are some of the most important ones that come to the forefront in your mind, at least? You know, the one thing we have to remember, too, is he does need cooperation from the Senate. And so depending on how that vote, even if he does get in, if it's Republican-controlled Senate still, some of the stuff may not get done. So we have to recognize that. But there's a laundry list of taxes that he would like to raise. The first one on the, the list, the biggest one, is to get rid of the capital gains tax, not get rid of it, but actually replace it with the higher normal individual tax rates and not give any preference for capital gains. So right now, some people think capital gains are a bad thing. They're not. They're a good thing. So if you have a, you, you know, you buy Microsoft stock for $1,000 way back when, now it's worth 101000 You sell it, you have a $100,000 gain to pay tax on. Well, if you're at uh, lower brackets, your gain would be taxed at 15%. The max it can be taxed is 23.8. But if it was ordinary income, as he's proposing, now it's going to be at whatever your marginal tax bracket is. And he's planning on increasing that to 40%. And so now instead of 15% on that gain, people might be looking at, you know, 15, 20, they might be looking at twice that, 40%. That's the big one on the list. He does plan on raising corporate tax rates. But the other one I've talked about on the show a lot is ending the step-up in basis. So you can't pass along your assets necessarily to the next generation, your house or your business or your farm, because he, you know, the, the party wants it. Bureaucrats want that. So they're going to say, no, you pass away, give us a whole bunch of it. Well, I can't just cash out part of a farm or a business or my house that's right sell it give us a bunch of it and then do with it what you have left but we need we need that money whenever someone dies so essentially step up in basis is a huge deal to me and i don't think people understand that that if they support that the tax increases and it will be all around you know hey we're going to increase corporate tax rates everybody's yay well your 401k plan is what owns corporations they don't own themselves but that being aside, that's a little more palatable, but the reality is the house you thought grandma or mom and dad were going to leave to you, they won't be able to anymore. Yeah, there's a chapter in one of your books, Grandma, Please Don't Give Me Your House. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And basically what it says is don't transfer your house over to your heirs before you pass away. Wait till you pass away because they'll get the step up in basis. But now the step up in basis may go away. You know, we get questions here. I want to ask you this one because I think it does apply to the step up in basis. We have Patricia who listens to us in Seattle and she's talking about the fact that she and her brother have just inherited her mom's house that she owns 
owned for 45 years, and it's appreciated quite a bit. She only paid $35,000 for it, and she asked whether she should just rent it out or sell it because she's worried about the tax on the inheritance if they sell it, and she wants to know if you have any advice. Would this potential step-up in basis going away, would that maybe accelerate her maybe wanting to sell this house sooner than later? Well, had she not inherited it, yeah, but actually because she got the step up in basis, she can go ahead and sell it and there won't be any gain because the step up in basis said, I don't care that you paid 35000 it's worth a million, that's your new cost basis. Cost basis is what you paid for something, but cost basis changes and cost basis is important because the way we compute gains on something is you sell it, okay, that's my sales price, how much do I pay tax on the sales price? No, you pay tax on the sales price minus your cost basis. What's my cost basis? Well, it's basically what you paid for it. Well, I only paid 35000 Oh, but there's an exception to this rule, because if you, someone dies with that, the cost basis changes. It steps up to the current fair market value. So now we don't care that she paid 35000 for it. Uh, she passed away, and now it's a million-dollar cost basis. And I said your gain is the difference between your sales price and the cost basis. So if you sell it for a million, your cost basis is a million, you don't have any gain. That, that would be taken away, so if, if these rules get changed, then grandma passes away and leaves the house, and now your cost basis is 35000 and now you've got a $965,000 gain. Well, at least I get capital gains treatment on that. Oh, I don't? Ordinary income? Well, that just put all my money into the 40% bracket, the new 40% bracket. Oh, oh crud, now everything I earned this year plus this almost million-dollar gain... I got to pay four hundred and fifty, five hundred thousand dollars in tax. I, I wanted to move into that house. Now I, I can't. I got to sell it, and I got to pay four, five hundred thousand dollars in tax. Oh, and, you know it's, and it goes on and on because then, then now that taints all the rest of your earnings too. So you're paying way more tax on that, and you're not feeling like that was really a good thing because. <laughs> Before, when you read my chapter, you said, well, I can inherit this house and, and everything's great. And it was. But I'm going to have to rewrite the book depending on the outcome of the election. Yeah, there are definitely some tax changes in the winds if Joe Biden does become president. And I mean, I'm looking at some of these things here, too. I'm getting a little nervous here, uh, Brian. One of the things here says that the uh, increase in the top income tax bracket, as you said, nearly 40 percent, 39.6 percent. Also, there would be an elimination of the 20 percent deduction for pass through business income and the standard deduction would be cut and the estate tax exemption would be cut in half. Is that about accurate? Yeah, the standard deduction would affect a lot of people because a lot of people especially older people that maybe paid off their houses won't get a big standard deduction anymore interesting thing that you said that the individual rate could raise to 40 percent now that may not be i might actually sign up for that because i keep seeing how the squad and the uh, socialist utopia folks are promoting uh, much much higher taxes than that so this may be just a stepping stone to the 50, 70, 90% wow. brackets that we've had historically. When we didn't have socialists in Congress, we had those brackets. Imagine if we, you know, there's a wave of, of elections that keep going that direction and they somehow convince their party, yeah, socialism is the answer. And now we're looking at those kinds of rates. Uh, all the planning we're doing today needs to flip around. We need to, we need to address this as if it's already happened and, and put some thought to it. Unfortunately, in my industry, and I'm hearing this over and over and over, 
they they would call me up and they'll, they'll say, well, I'm I want to get your advice, but but I'm really happy with my advisor. I'm like, oh, then why are you calling me <laughs> if you're happy? Well, he couldn't answer any of my questions. I'm like, okay. Well, I'd be happy if my advisor, my financial advisor, could actually answer my financial advisory questions. So, I, you know, so I'm getting a lot of that. And, you know, we have a very unique firm with the CPA firm and everything like that associated with it. So it's interesting to hear all this because I'm getting more and more people reaching out because the level of complexity of their financial plans has gone way up due to COVID. Yeah, and you may like your financial advisor. He or she may be a really great person. They may know your birthday and, you know, where you like to go on vacation, when you could go on vacation, all that sort of thing. But you really need a person who can answer your questions. And, you know, that's the real advantage of Madrona Financial Services. And, you know, I've been on the inside here for a little bit, but from the outside looking in before I was a part of this, insofar as, you know, doing this radio show, that is one of the things that really struck me is that the fact that you do get a bundle of services here and so many people who can answer your specific questions, but also as a bonus. In addition to that, you're all really nice people. So if you want somebody that you like, if you want somebody who can answer all of your questions, if you want someone who really is a fiduciary and operates with your best interests at heart, again, I strongly advise you to be in touch with the folks here at Madrona Financial Services. Again, that number, 844-MADRONA if you'd like a complimentary financial plan. 844-MADRONA or on the web at madronafinancial.com. You listen to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. My name's Jeff Shade. Thanks for joining us again this week. We'll take a really quick break, Brian. We'll be right back with more of our show after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough. But with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. At Madrona Financial Services, we help people finance their retirement so they can spend their time living life instead of worrying about it. The fact of the matter is, your portfolio will likely need to last about 30 years or more. And the sooner you do something about it, the better off you can be. So if you're not 100% sure that your plan is rock solid, call us today at 844-MADRONA for a review. It's super easy. We'll ask you a bunch of questions to find out what's most important in your life and what makes you happy. Next, we'll review your current plan, and then our team will strategize on ways to make your portfolio, your tax strategy, your use of Social Security, and an estate plan better suited for you. At Madrona Financial Services, we want your retirement to be about living life, and we'll sweat the small stuff for you. Call us today for your free review at 844-MADRONA. 
That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us at madronafinancial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about the future of tax rates. And Brian, we have talked about the potential for the step up in basis going away, also changes to estate taxes. Now, I have read a quote several times here recently. Mr. Biden has said that there will be no tax increases for those people making less than $400,000 a year. Is that a transparent statement, do you think, or do you think there's more than meets the eye to that? Well, I would say there's more to meets the eye there because I've also heard that uh, whatever those tax cuts were passed a couple of years ago, they intend to repeal them. Well, if it was a tax cut for everybody, which it was, essentially, there was virtually nobody didn't get a tax cut uh, from that. I think 95 plus percent people had a lowering of taxes. And you say you're going to take that away, but your taxes aren't going to go up. Mm, I'm pretty good at math. I... <laughs> Uh, that's those two statements cannot coexist so no there will be increases to taxes and and certainly you can't also to other statements you know we're going to cover medicare we're going to do the green new deal we're going to you can go on and on and i'm not being political i'm being a proper math son of a math teacher here which i am that you can't promise trillions of dollars of spending a year and not raise taxes at some level, you could borrow, I guess, indefinitely, but that has a terrible effect. So I'm going to increase the taxes. You're not going to have taxes increase. You're going to get all this free stuff, and we'll have a utopia. And it's kind of the lie of the, I'm not you know, trying to be political, but that whole thought that you can create all these very expensive programs without improving efficiencies and what you already have or fixing what you have just throw it all out let's make everything free no one pays taxes hardly at all we'll get it all paid for by one percent of the people is is not real it, it can't work it's never worked and we're going right back to that dogma that socialism can work we it just hasn't been done right well i don't agree with that at all do I agree that a lot of things need to be fixed? Yes, absolutely. Basically, every level of service needs some adjustments and fixes. I wish that they could do it like, you know, some large corporations uh, attack issues about their future and they, they plan for them and they come up with efficient solutions. And, you know, the government isn't really built for that. So it, it's a little unnerving seeing what's going on, what's being promised, you know, but they can't, everything can't coexist and, and work out. The provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was implemented back in 2017 is supposed to sunset in 2025, but, you know, there is a chance that they could sunset here in 2021. So what could we do to minimize taxes now to prepare for potentially higher taxes in the future? Well, one of the things I thought about and considered is if you have a November election and it goes a certain direction and you're pretty sure that uh, capital gains is going away, there's going to be all kinds of sales of stock and appreciated stock and, and appreciated assets in, in December of this year. And if that's the case, I, I don't know how the market would react if there was a massive sell-off of, you know, I suppose that the, you know, it's, it's probable 
that the tech stocks could take a, a big hit because there'd be this massive sale going on because they, they are the most highly appreciated stocks out there. And people would say, I'm not going to wait for next year when they make a retroactive doubling of the capital gains tax to ordinary rates and put me in the 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever bracket. I'm going to take advantage of this now in the calendar year 2020 where I don't think they can go backwards all the way to an election, a prior year tax uh, year to raise it. I've never seen that happen anyway. So a lot of people might try to take advantage of that. And so that's what I'm saying and trying to point out on this show. If we kind of we kind of need to have our ear to the train track here and maybe be ready to react. And, and I'm, I'm suggesting that you review your estate plan and, and we'll talk about the exemptions and the changes coming there too. So review your plans, review your cost basis. That's why I wanted to define that. Know where your gains are in your portfolio is one of the big things we need to address. Know how much exposure you have to the Washington estate tax and the federal estate tax if that exemption is dramatically lowered or eliminated, because right now it's $11 million, uh, and 99.99% of people don't care. Well, what if it's not $11 million, it's 11000 Well, now all of a sudden, 999 people need to care. So just these changes in tax law can change everything about your planning. And so now is that time to review it, knowing that things could be changing. Brian, you talked about estate taxes there and rethinking that plan. What is good for one may not be good for another. With these tax increases and potentially changes to the estate tax, is all going to be lost if Joe Biden becomes president? Are there strategies that we can take advantage of right now that will help us protect against these increased taxes? Lots of them. Thanks for asking. You know, the first thing I'm doing is I told you to review your cost basis and your untaxed gains and the nature of them. And then I would bifurcate that between your high gain and your not high gain stuff. So maybe you sell some of your high gain stuff during a period uh, where capital gains are still taxed at a lower rate and you put out the low gain stuff you, you hang on to. Instead, we can start taking advantage of the exemptions by doing gifting or if you've made gifts, you know, contingent on something, you could take off the contingency or gift part of the family business or something now and you say, yeah, but if I give more than 15000 a year, it's taxable. Yes. So let me explain that. If you give more than $15,000 a year, everything you read says that's a taxable gift for estate tax purposes. And that is true, kind of. The reason it's only true, kind of, is because during your lifetime or at death, you can give above that 15000 a year $11 million plus right now for federal purposes. So if you give your kid a million dollars of value of your family business, it is a taxable gift, minus the 15 k but your tax rate's at zero. So taxable at zero is kind of, you know, we have to consider that. And if you wait and there's no exemption for you and you give that to your kid, now, instead of zero tax on that million dollars, it might be 40%. I've seen it 70%. Now, it has to be confiscated. So how does that tax get paid? You got to sell your business. And so you got this cascading effect based upon something you probably haven't spent a lot of time thinking about. I don't think a lot of people listening right now get up and the first thought in the morning is, I wonder what the future and the history of the federal estate tax exemption is and could be and how it will (laughs) affect future generations. Now, 
I might do that, but I'm a nerd, <laughs> so <laughs> I I do wake up with these thoughts, and uh, and you probably don't. Thank goodness for I, I'd like to be you sometimes, <laughs> so if you're listening, <laughs> but I, I'm just pointing out that because we can think about this now, why don't we have these discussions and go a deep dive? And this is just a radio show. I can't do as deep a dive as as I want to do because I don't know anybody's situation that's listening right now. But I feel like you can probably sense a theme here that it goes, this conversation and this analysis goes way, way, way deeper than you're probably used to having with whoever you're working with right now. Brian, we've been talking about how to minimize taxes here in the short term. Even if taxes do not go up, if Mr. Trump is successful, that's only going to be for four years or so. In the long term, eventually, we'll get a change in the White House. Are there ways that we can plan for tax minimization, not only in the short term, but in the really long term, let's say 10, 15 years out? Yeah, and I would add to that that if the Republicans have the Senate and Biden gets in, we probably won't see, we'll probably see some compromise and some changes Maybe they'll say, well, we're not going to take away the step up in basis. That's not going to be very popular with the older generation who wants to leave something for their kids. But we'll give you higher individual income tax rates. Or, you know, maybe there'll be some compromise. And, and of course, we can live with that. But, you know, doing this across the board, every changing everything adds to the, uh, you know, how, how quickly we need to address this stuff post-election. But, yeah, I think your point is well said. I mean, at some point, somebody has to address the spiraling costs of running a government, especially if we start putting in programs that don't have a funding source. If Medicare for all is as expensive as Social Security, well, Social Security has a funding source, albeit it's not going to fund all of it, but at least it has a funding source. We know that 15% of people's pay goes into Social Security and Medicare. Well, if we have some of these other programs put in, maybe it's a Green New Deal, maybe it's something else, uh, they don't have a funding source, and we can't just continue to say, oh, our funding source is the rich. Well, the rich don't make enough money. Even if you tax, if, even if they agreed to work at the at the 100% tax rate, there wouldn't be enough money to pay for these proposals. So you can't really keep trotting that out as your answer. And it's kind of like getting a $100 bonus and say, what are you going to do with that bonus? Well, I'm going to put $100 into savings. I'm going to put $100 into my 401k. Hmm. I'm going to Put, uh, pay $100 down on my mortgage. I'm going to buy a $100 thing at, uh, I'm going to go Costco and spend $100. I'm going to buy my wife $100 worth of roses. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't work. You can't use the same money for all these different things. That, to me, is what I hear when I, when I hear these politicians talk about their plans. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You can't spend it six times over. <laughs> you stretch $100 better than anybody I know there, Brian. You know, and you make a really good point there, too. Even if you super tax the 1% or the 4%, whatever it happens to be, even if you did that, if they gave all their money back in taxes, it still would not be enough to cover the federal deficit. So definitely, I think, you know, taxes are on my mind when I go to bed at night. It's on my mind when I get up in the morning. I'm hopeful that it's someday in the future it's not going to be that way. If you've got questions about tax, if you got questions about anything, your financial plan, tax planning for the future, again, a no-cost, no-obligation complimentary plan can be yours by calling 844-MADRONA. You could also request it online at madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with more of our show after this. 
Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. The news of the day sounds bleak. Schools are canceled, travel plans have been canceled, sports are canceled. But good news, your retirement has not been canceled. At Madrona Financial Services, we are focused on the big picture and don't engage in fear-based decision-making. We know this too shall pass, and the future will hold tremendous opportunity. But you need to make sure your nest egg is safe from market volatility today because you don't get a second chance at retirement. If you're unsure about the safety of your retirement income or your exposure to market volatility, you must take action today. Start by registering for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now by registering at madronafinancial.com. We'll explain what's happening in the financial world and discuss strategies you can put in place to help your portfolio weather this storm. Don't make decisions based on fear and misinformation. It's time to be confident in your financial team and retirement strategy. Register for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. The word volatile is rarely used when describing something desirable. It's usually not associated with pleasant outcomes and doesn't sound very appealing unless you're describing a roller coaster or some other thrill ride. And when it comes to your retirement plan, volatile is the last word you want to hear when talking about your nest egg. At Madrona Financial Services, we like to focus on other words when it comes to retirement planning. Words like predictability, opportunity, and security. And while we may live in volatile times, there are strategies that you could be using right now to lessen or even possibly eliminate its impact on your portfolio. If you're concerned about your exposure to market volatility, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA to schedule your complimentary review. We'll perform a risk analysis of your current portfolio and then discuss the ways we can help you achieve your retirement goals without taking unnecessary chances with your nest egg. Take back control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial services today at 844-MADRONA or visit us at madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about what to do if you've been laid off, especially for Boeing layoffs that are happening right now. And Brian, it is no secret that Boeing is having its troubles. The airline industry in general is having its troubles. I saw the other day on television that there were thousands of pilots being furloughed or laid off from Delta Airlines. And, you know, other airlines are having to make cuts. And business travel just isn't going to come back the way that it was before this pandemic. We've all gotten used to doing things electronically. And, you know, in the old days, and I'm talking about the old days, way back in 2019, what if you wanted to have have a meeting with somebody on the East Coast, you got on an airplane and you flew there because you could sit down with them in person. Well, these days, you don't necessarily have to do that. So airlines are really rethinking the way that they do business. And consequently, they may not need as many airplanes as they used to. And Boeing, of course, is one of the major providers to the airlines for those airplanes. So if you're a Boeing employee and you've gotten wind that the end of your career may be coming soon, you might be facing a layoff. What are some of the first things or steps that people who might be in this situation should consider doing? Well, you know, the first thing I would consider is analyze who you're getting your investment advice from and what their capability is. Because a lot of people might go to somebody they've known and 
hey, I'm getting this layoff. What can you advise? Well, I can advise you to move your money to me and take the lump sum and buy an annuity and put some in this managed account that has stocks and bonds. Okay, but I have a lot of questions. Uh, okay, but I really can't answer those. But well, that, let's move that money over, though. And so that's kind of the, that's where it ends. This is what I'm hearing from people. That's only the advice they get is, well, move your money to me. Well, that's not answering enough. I want to know, am I going to be okay? Can I retire? Do I have to go find a full-time job? What about a part-time job? How do I analyze the difference between the lump sum payout and the pension that they're offering? What if something happens to me during my lifetime prematurely? How does that affect my pension decision? When should I take Social Security? Should I take it early if I'm going to go back to work part-time? What if I go back to work part-time and I only make 15000 a year versus the decision if I make 30000 or more a year? What are some of my options outside of the stock and bond market? I'm not too excited about putting all my money into stocks and bonds. What about inflation in the future? That Boeing pension doesn't have an inflationary feature added to it. Should I pay off my mortgage? Should I uh, do a Roth conversion now? Jeff, I could do this all day long. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is a lot of questions that people have, and it just scratched the surface. And you can't answer any of these properly by saying, just move the money to me. That doesn't answer any of these questions. Yeah, and I think that that is something that a lot of people are hearing, not only with Boeing, but other companies, too, when they do consult a financial advisor. It's move your money to me, then we'll figure out what to do. But you're not really doing that, are you? I'm sure that you get inquiries from people who are potentially going to be laid off from Boeing. You're not advising them to move the money first, then we'll answer the questions. You answer the questions first and then decide whether it's a good idea to move the money to you, right? That's exactly right. We don't, I do not lead with move your money. I never lead with that. I lead with let us prepare a complimentary financial plan for you so we can look at everything, punching in maybe some different alternatives. Let's punch in the alternative of you taking the pension. Let's punch it in with you taking the lump sum and, and investing in, in a combination of things. It could have. It could be some stocks and bonds. It could be some annuities. It could be some real estate. It could be paying off debt. It could be hundred different things. You know, we we could talk about that. But let's run these scenarios so we have a good idea of what your life looks like. Sometimes I'll run it and say, you know what? You don't have to go back to work part time if you don't want to. They're like, really? And and we look at the numbers. You're you're right. I don't have to. I'm I'm I've got a lot more coming in with this plan than than I spend, and I have a lot of excess. Boy, that's that's freeing. Or I might look at it and go, yeah, you're 58, it's not going to work. You can't retire, but I want to retire. And it's hard to find a job. I know, but you know, I'm here to deliver the bad news sometimes. Uh, let's look at the numbers. You're going to run out of money in 15 years. So what can we do? Well, you might have to address a part-time or a different job and not retire at 58 in this case. So, you know, depending, everybody has a different situation and different risk tolerance. So my answers are gonna vary there too. I might have the same plan for two different people and one person I recommend the lump sum and the other person I recommend the pension just because of how they think, what their work concerns are, how concerned they are, what their longevity history has been in their family and their expectations for themselves. A lot of these other factors uh, interplay into these decisions. So. A financial plan is required to give proper advice, in my opinion, for anybody being laid off. And if you're not getting a really good one, and when I say good one, a proper one, I'm tired of seeing these ones done by maybe somebody at Boeing they put in front of you that says, oh, you're going to make 10% a year or 8% a year. 
that's your plan, is that the market's going to cooperate for the rest of your life, that's not a plan. <laughs> we need to stress test them just a little bit. Brian, I know that you have talked to a lot of people who are potentially facing layoffs at Boeing, and I know that the folks at Boeing have provided their employees with a potential advisor, and you've seen some of these plans. Is there a misconception among people, do you think, at Boeing that you have to go with that advisor, that you're not free to seek outside counsel? Yes, there is that perception, I would say, but there's also people want easy, and this person's right in front of me. I could just say yes, and and not have to think about my finances for a while until it's too late in some cases. But, you know, I can just click a box or whatever and just, yeah, it's easy. So a lot of people go for easy because the stuff I'm talking about, you know, maybe you're thinking, well, this Brian guy knows a lot of stuff, but my ears hurt right now listening to him because of all these <laughs> things he's going to make me have to consider and, and analyze. And I, I don't feel like doing that. I, you know, and, and you don't have to. You just have to know that I can, my, my staff can, my advisors can. So we're up to the challenge. And I, you know, a big part of the reason I do this show is to give people the ability to say, you know, maybe I need to talk to someone else and, and maybe someone that actually can answer all this stuff, including the tax questions, which whoever they put in front of you there at Boeing is not legally able to answer tax questions, period. They are not licensed CPAs. And so uh, we can bring that too. But we offer a, a real financial plan, not just some pie in the sky thing that tells you, oh, everything would be great if the market cooperates the rest of your life. That's a big if. So uh, I would suggest get a second opinion, get that financial plan done by us. Brian, everyone wants the easy button. I've got one of those in storage someplace. You you hit the button and it goes, well, that was easy. But, you know, easy may not be the best way. But I want to clarify something. If you do business with Madrona Financial Services and your advisors here, is it necessarily going to be harder than doing business with someone else? Well, no. I mean, because we're going to do all the heavy lifting. Because uh, what I've seen out there from many people, they say, well, I have an advisor. I really like him. I'm in stocks and bonds and annuities. But every time I have a question, they tell me I have to go consult a CPA or a state planning attorney or a bank trust department or a real estate agent or somebody else, uh, my CPA, you know, and I, I don't have four of those people they just listed off. And so it got more complicated all of a sudden to do it right because you don't have those people on speed dial. And so we can help with all aspects. We can't draft estate planning documents. That's for the attorney. We work closely with them. But other than that, pretty much can do all that stuff. We can't list real estate for sale. We work with the agents on that and maybe discuss options relative to DST, step up in basis, tax consequences, alternative investment strategies, you you name it. And it's all part of the financial plan. So by coming to us, it actually does get easier for the client because we don't make them go four other places to get all the answers. So if I'm understanding you correctly, Brian, you have a synergistic relationship with people in real estate, with people in estate planning, that sort of thing. I know that you have tax professionals right here as part of Madrona Financial Services. You also have Bauer Evans CPAs, and both of those firms work in concert with each other. And if I'm not mistaken, Brian, are a lot of your advisors also CPAs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are. And I guess the analogy I'll do is we're kind of a football analogy this time, Jeff. Russell Wilson. He can do it all. He can do a lot of things. Well, he can't do it all. He can't block for himself. I haven't seen him block for other people, though. That's always fun. He can't do it all. Sometimes he has to distribute the ball to somebody else to let them do their job. 
And so that's what we would do. Sometimes we distribute the ball to the estate planning attorney, the real estate agent, maybe a premium finance life insurance specialist or some other, you know, or with my media, I distribute it to you, to uh, my media company and so forth. I don't try and do everything. My, I have an IT person. I don't try and fix my computers. Uh, I distribute that to somebody else too. So we work very closely, but most of the things that people need, we do have in-house and uh, we just want to get the right answer. And sometimes the right answer is keep it where it's at and don't move the money to us. Sometimes the right answer is pay off your mortgage. Don't give me that money to invest. You know, we'll tell you that. We are held to the fiduciary standard. So if you're listening to us today and you're working at Boeing or you know someone who does work at Boeing and they're a little nervous about potential layoffs, I think the best thing that you can do is to get a comprehensive plan, sort of a what-if type of plan. If you're not there yet, you haven't been laid off, I mean, you can get a plan that does account for the fact that you might be laid off, sort of a what-if scenario. To get a complimentary financial plan, whether you work at Boeing or not, you can get that by calling 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. You can also request that plan online at madronafinancial.com. And keep in mind, too, that Madrona Financial also works in concert with a sister company, Bauer Evans CPAs. And as Brian said, a lot of the financial advisors here are CPAs, so they can answer your financial questions with tax planning in mind. And these days and in the future, I think taxes are certainly going to be as important as they have ever been in the past. So if you want a bundle of services, it's 844-MADRONA, also madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We've been talking about the Boeing layoffs, and we'll continue that conversation when our show continues right after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. As people that listen to me know, we offer free financial plans if you have at least 500000 of investable assets. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I didn't do it because I thought I'd be pressured into moving my money to you. And that's the last thing we do. In fact, one of the things I'm proud of that we do is we look for reasons why you would not need us. Maybe your assets are fine the way they are because they're they're doing exactly what you want. You own rentals, you're doing good with them. You like being a landlord. Uh, You have money in your 401k. It's properly allocated for the long term. You don't need some of the other things that we do and maybe just had some questions you wanted answered. We're happy to do that. Our financial plans are very sophisticated, very granular, really taken to a lot because we're CPAs too. And I've never had anybody get one done and say, boy, that was a waste of time. That, That doesn't happen. So it's an opportunity for you to get that done, we'll do two financial plans for you. One is where you're at right now. What does that look like given the set of assumptions? And another would be here's how it could look if you implemented maybe the DSTs, FIULs, the fixed index annuities, etc. And so we present both of those, give you illustrations, answer lots of questions, and there is no pressure to sign up. I don't want clients that don't want to be here. If you think we can help you, if you think we're competent and you want to work with us, great. If not, that's fine too. Often people that don't move their money over to us though have friends and family that they refer to us so it's all good so if you're thinking about getting a financial plan don't hesitate because you think you're going to get hard sold and that was growing your wealth with brian evans madrona financial investments retirement taxes and legacy madronafinancial.com get your free copy of brian's latest book the complete book of retirement It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. 
Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about what to do if you're laid off from your job or laid off from Boeing. And Brian, you know, so many companies these days are really doing a lot of these layoffs. They really have to adjust themselves to be able to function and to prosper in this new environment. And the old days of a company taking care of you and your family for the rest of your life is gone. You really have to take some responsibility, have some accountability for your own financial future. So let's continue our conversation here about if you are laid off or if you're at Boeing and you're potentially facing a layoff. Brian, you talked about pensions and you talked about payouts here, lump sum versus taking a monthly pension. If you are offered that option of X amount of dollars as a lump sum or taking this amount of money as a monthly pension, how do you make the decision as to which direction you should go? Yeah, that is a art, not a science for sure. I got to know your longevity that you think you're going to have, you and your spouse, frankly, and you can't answer that. You know, you can guess, but you, you don't have the answer to that. I have to know your risk tolerance, your cash flow uh, from other sources, whether you're going to continue to work or not. There's a lot of things that go into that. And so that's why we, we run various scenarios of that often when somebody has that. And again, risk tolerance is a big thing. You know, you can have a flat pension for the rest of your life, and that doesn't address growth or it doesn't address leaving anything for the next generation because there won't be anything because once people die, the pension goes away. There's nothing left for the heirs. But that's okay if, if, if your goal is to have a sustainable cash flow. But maybe there's other alternatives that you think could do better. If that's the case, then we can look at some of those too. So it's, it's definitely an art, not a science. So, Brian, to your knowledge, these pensions that are being offered by Boeing, if you do take the pension part of this, do they have inflation increases or are they just a flat pension? Well, typically they don't have, uh, the Boeing doesn't have the inflationary increases. And then you have decisions about, okay, do I take the life only, the life of 50% to my spouse, life to 100% from my uh, spouse? And, you know, those, those questions have to be answered too. Generally speaking, you know, people say, well, I'm getting 6%, let's say on a pension versus a lump sum, I said, well, okay, remind you, I'm going to remind you that a lot of that 6% is your own money coming back to you. So we do factor that in. And they go, oh, yeah, if I live 25 years, I guess 4% a year is my own money, so I'm really making two. Well, kind of, sort of, that's simple math. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the concept, that it's not a huge payoff if you live to be your life expectancy. It's, it's much better if you live longer and not as good if you don't live as long. And maybe you have to have it because there's no, no other way to pay your bills. So take the pension. Maybe you don't have to have it and you're a bit of a risk taker and you want to do better than that using markets, real estate, annuities with uh, increases over time. A mixture of those with your lump sum. Well, that could be the answer too. So it's all part of the financial plan. We can run different scenarios, but you've got to have that financial plan that I've been uh, hammering on in this, during this show. 
And again, for that plan, 844-MADRONA is the number to call. So it all comes down to which way am I going to make more money, by taking the lump sum and investing it or with a pension? And as you said, it's a flat pension. Is security a variable in making this decision? Some people may think, well, you know, if I take that monthly pension from Boeing, that's going to be secure. But if I go the other way, take the lump sum and invest it, that's going to be wildly insecure. What are your feelings on security insofar as going either way? Yeah, absolutely. That has something to do with this. And and that's why, you know, the answer on the flip side might be more secure investing strategies. I mean, you can certainly take your lump sum and put it on the European, you know, biotech ETF market, or, you know, maybe have an annuity, real estate, stocks, bonds, a properly uh, diversified portfolio. So, you know, yeah, your your risk tolerance has a lot to do with this decision. And that's why you got kind of got to get to know, you know, ask the questions how would you feel in certain circumstances if this happened, that happened? And get a sense for that person to, to truly analyze this. Because most people do want a little bit higher return from their pension, but we do know that we can count on the pension, at least, coming in every month. So there, you know, there's no perfect investment. There's no to- totally imperfect investment. We have to analyze the pros and cons of the different alternatives. And once again, you can do that with a comprehensive financial plan. And as we talked about here in the show, there's no cost and no obligation for that. If you are facing that layoff and you want a plan to see which way you should go, 844-MADRONA is the number to call. Let's talk about some specific questions that people may have if they're facing a layoff, and one of which has to do with mortgages. Let's say I'm facing a layoff and I, I have a mortgage. Let's say I have a couple of hundred thousand dollars left in the mortgage on my house. Would it be a better idea to take the lump sum, pay off the mortgage, mortgage and invest the rest. What do you think? Well, that wouldn't be a very good idea because you'd have to pay taxes on that whole lump sum. So there's the taxing coming in and you put yourself at a very high rate. So I wouldn't think that that's a very good idea. I would say that due to this low interest rate environment, we have a lot of opportunities. So while you're thinking about your financial plan, while you're thinking about the future tax rates and estate tax and gifting and legacy planning, also consider where are you at with your interest rates? Can, have you taken advantage of these low rates? Have you refinanced your house? Have you refinanced you know, all your debt, essentially? Have you looked into, if you have a larger estate, premium finance, fixed index, universal life, where you're able to finance that? If you're looking to buy real estate, have you looked into leveraging at these super low uh, interest rates? If you can get a cap rate much higher, you know, in rental income, I should say, much higher, then the interest rate you're paying and leverage that. You know, that, that could be an opportunity too if you think real estate's gonna go up and you like being a landlord and you have time on your side. So there's, there's a lot of things that, uh, opportunities created from these very low interest rates that we'd wanna consider. Yeah, interest rates are historical lows right now. Many people are getting mortgages at less than 3%. And again, contact a mortgage professional to see what you might be able to do. But paying off your mortgage may not be a good idea, as you said, Brian, because of the tax consequences there on getting that lump sum. Let's talk about health insurance. Most people, when they are laid off or discharged from a job, they lose their health insurance right then and there. Do you know with the Boeing layoffs whether or not health insurance is something that you can continue to take advantage of or is it done completely? No, I've seen it a number of different ways. Some some have plans where they got it covered until their Medicare age. Some they lose it right away. Some they they get it for they can get it for eighteen months under Cobra, but they got to pay for it. And then uh, one of the issues is, okay, maybe I have it paid for until I'm Medicare eligible, but my spouse who doesn't have a job is four years younger than me, and there's four years where they don't have coverage anymore. So. 
there's a lot of issues that can come up depending on the, the situation and the age of the respective married couple that may affect decisions. I, I, I know a lot of people say, I basically work for health insurance yeah. uh, coverage. And yeah. so that's, that's a real thing. So that has to be factored in, too. Yeah, if someone loses health insurance, I mean, is there a possibility of going to work for somebody else and just saying, just give me health insurance? I'll work for free as long as you, as long as you give me health insurance. That may be a thing of the future. What do you think? Well, maybe that's how I'll staff in the future. I'll just, uh, I won't have to pay anybody, but uh, <laughs> they don't have to have any income taxes, but I will cover their health insurance. Uh, so <laughs> maybe that's something we'll do. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they have other alternatives, though. I hate to think people are working uh, for next to nothing just to get health insurance. But that's uh, again, that's a real deal, and and sometimes you have to go out on the on the grid and get the the uh, Obamacare type insurances if you don't have any other options. Right, if you're close to uh, Medicare, I mean, as you said, some of those other plans might bridge that gap just a little bit. That's another thing too is when you do become eligible for Medicare. I mean, Medicare is not completely free, is it? You still have some copays, particularly if you elect to take some of the supplements, and you do have to take Part B, right? Yeah, I mean, you're you're going to pay some money out for it, depending on your income. It might be uh, higher than you you had planned on it is subsidized highly subsidized so it is a good deal i will say that but even a good deal if you got to pay for it you know you might grouch about having to pay something out and again they've, they've convoluted it quite a bit the rules on that as to how much you have to pay based upon your income and and so forth i try not to get too excited about that because people say well, i don't want any income because i'm gonna have to pay an extra hundred dollars a month if i do i'm like well that's kind of you know wise and pound foolish or whatever they say it because I do want income I just I you know I I think that's a good thing to have you shouldn't cut that off just to save you know 100 200 dollars a month on something else yeah, for a lot of people listening to us uh, today, uh, Brian, at their current income threshold, Part B is around $143 a month. So it's not too much, but I think it's well worth it. Medicare coming up here in the future, if that's in your future, that's going to relieve a lot of problems insofar as health insurance goes. Social Security, another thing, just very quickly, Brian, how should we decide whether or not we should just go ahead and take Social Security early? Yeah, there's a lot of things that go into that decision, of course. Uh, are you going to have a job? So if you're going to have a job that pays more than, say, 18000 a year, you don't want to take Social Security if you're going to have that job before your full retirement age because then you got to give back Social Security and you don't get the, the raises for the rest of your life. So that's a pretty easy call right there. If you're not going to go back to work, now we have to look at your other income sources. So once again, we're back to a financial plan. We have to look at everything you have to see if it makes sense to do Social Security earlier or not. But I have had more and more discussions. People that do have other sources of income and assets and they don't need the Social Security or, or they, you know, don't need, they're not worried about their income in their 70s and beyond. A lot of people are electing to take it earlier just because they'd rather have more money in their 60s than more money in their 80s. Well, Brian, unfortunately, we're out of time for this week. Before we go, I want to thank everybody for joining us again. The executive producer of our show is John Capuano. Our director of program operations is Greg Dennis. Our show is produced by the lovely, talented, and dangerous six-degree black belt Swedish princess Stephanie Schoblum. Maite Talavera is our associate producer. Lauren McLaughlin's our content supervisor. Josh Toys, our technical editor. And Superboy Pete Gustin is our announcer. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great Saturday. Talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing you will.
Madrona Financial Services is proud to announce the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement, Retirement Strategies for Everyday Life. The brand new 2020 edition empowers your retirement knowledge to guide you on retirement investing, annuities, and passive real estate investing, as well as information for the high net worth investor. You can download your free copy today by visiting madronafinancial.com. To help prepare for a prosperous retirement, get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement today by visiting madronafinancial.com. Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management. And best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at Madrona Financial. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents.